So you're freezing cold right now. I'm so cold. <laughs> so cold. I'm so cold. Deborah told me in the kitchen this morning, she was like, honestly, I thought I got it mixed up. She was like, I thought like you loved the cold. She was like, that's why I turned the AC down so much. It was 66. What? I, I loved it. And so I woke up this morning and I bumped it up to 68 to not be like a total asshole. And I sat outside for a long time. Get a thaw. Yeah. But I did not sleep and I woke up. I didn't wake up. I just finally got up at 4 a.m. and found some fucking wax paper to take notes on. Oh, yeah. A big roll of wax paper. But let me show you something. I kind of love it because I made like, this is going to happen this whole episode, by the way, this noise. I made like a book out of it. Oh. Which I don't hate. And huh. it's kind of about the same size. But I do got to tell you, waking up so early allowed me to witness some cool shit. Yeah. I went and sat outside. And first of all, the animals here are very active mm-hmm. because they very like smartly left the land wild, mm-hmm. you know. And so I watched these squirrels fucking around with all these hickory nuts for a while. And that was really fun. I gotta go. This is squirrel fucking my tomatoes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. And then I went and sat on the front porch. And I feel like I saw something so rare today. And when it happened, it was like a, wow, moment, you know? <laughs> I was watching. Uh, I was on the front porch. It's a beautiful front porch. Mm. And there's a little hummingbird feeder. And I was watching these hummingbirds all my over the place. My mom loves the hummingbird. They're great. And one landed on a branch. And I sat and watched it forever. Mm. And it was laying on And it groomed itself. You know, it raised its little mm. wings up and everything like that. And I saw it took a shit. <laughs> Have you... Uh, and it was I, no, I've never. I know ever. And the only reason it was not much because it's a little thing. And the only reason I saw it is and it was real beautiful. It was like backlit by the sun's <laughs> and it glistened on the way down. And I just it was just like, whoa! Even a hummingbird's shit sounds magical. It was beautiful, <laughs> and it was just one of those moments. Like, well, that's never gonna happen again. <laughs> I don't think anyone on the face of this planet has ever seen a hummingbird shit Take before. A shit. I felt like the earth granted me a privilege. <laughs> well, they're kind of elusive anyway. They are. Because they'll fly in, they'll get their little, you know, liquid, and then they'll fly off. They'll go, yeah. And he was so... chilling on a branch, and he was doing his little, little tongue thing, and I was watching his little tongue, and then just, just took a little shiny shit. <laughs> That's a glitter shit. A little glitter if shit. If you go capture it, legend says you will turn into magic itself. <laughs> you are a unicorn. You will be a, a fairy. You will turn into the fae. <laughs> a unicorn. That's how they're made. <laughs> Little known fact, guys. Mm-hmm. Heard it here for big if true. When I, big if true. <laughs> if a human touches hummingbird shit, it turns you into a unicorn. unicorn. Oh my god. I slept like a dead rock last night. Dead rock. I, I always sleep really good here at mom and dad's house mm-hmm. because I feel extremely taken care of. Oh my god. It has been like a five star airbnb yeah honestly i mean it's and it's just so i feel so spoiled about it but i've also at times been like let me do something and mom's just no "No." get out of here i'm gonna make these goddamn biscuits and gravy and you're gonna sit there and watch saturday morning cartoons Mm -hmm. um do you ever wake up with a song already in your head oh oh yes all the time it's so strange all the time nothing made you think of it and it had to be like the soundtrack of a dream or something. Yeah, and it, you just wake up And you still wake up already it. kind yeah. of singing it. I did that with this song by the birthday party called Nick the Stripper. Great. Wonderful. And it has been in my head to a lo- an uncomfortable level. Ah, uh, yeah. It's near a worm. Not like, oh, it's 
kind of stuck in my head. Like it is, it is in my head, right? Like I'm singing it in the back of my mind. I, it won't go away. The most recent was fucking Leo Sayers. Love you more, more than I can say. Oh, that, yeah. The, whoa, mm-hmm. hey, hey, just that over and over and was over Was this again. fairly recent? Because but, uh, I feel like you did go through a stint where you were humming. It would not stop, dude. And like, it got to the point where I would just be around the house and Hunter was just like, God, because it, it was just all the time. It even gets like that for yourself. Oh, yeah. Because you'll hum it. But as you're humming it, there's no joy. No, you're it's just like, like you just had to fulfill that need to do I, it. I need to do it. I yeah. have to do it. That one and then Eternal Flame took me, Mom, and it, Lyra over for months. I remember that. Everyone was talking about how y'all were about to, like, burn the house. It down. almost felt like a no-sleep episode. Like, <laughs> it was really... This, like, you know that episode to where they, like, they can't... There's a song and they can't think they of the whole thing. They can't remember the song. And they just, like, the guy, yeah, like, start killing themselves yeah. and shit. It was like that. And so now, every now and again, we'll troll each other and, like, try to find the sneakiest way to send an incognito link that is actually a turn. It's like our Rickroll. It's like the new version of Rickrolling. Yeah. yeah I get yeah. it. That was a good episode of Snow Sleep. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. <laughs> I was also, I, I've been, ex- so admittedly, and this is a little bit of um hypocritical, I guess, but I don't listen to that many podcasts. I don't I either. I really don't. And I wish I did. I'm very, probably honestly, arrogantly selective uh, that's the thing i'm really picky i, I think. do and i know there's somebody out there right now who are like you produce this and you're y'all picky. <laughs> make this heap of dog shit and you're particular yeah but no it's it's very true and honestly if there's any a time when i'm listening to something it's usually music so yeah. to actually it's it's a, it's a different commitment to sit down and listen to a podcast it, it really well and especially starting a podcast mm-hmm. you know and that's a serial podcast but yeah. even so like, I mean, I'm very, lo- I'm a loyalist yeah. through and through. I'm yeah. loyal to Mysterious Universe. I am now loyal to No Sleep. Oh, yeah. And really, that's it. Yeah. That's what I got. It's those two. Those two. And lore. Yeah, yeah. I love lore. I haven't listened to lore in a good hot minute. Which is fun. Yeah. Because you always get to catch up because they're only, what, bi-monthly yeah, yeah, is yeah. when they're they come out. Often. So then you get like a nice little treat to listen to several. And um, it is a... It is a strange feeling getting caught up on a podcast and having yeah. no more to listen to. It's yeah. a little like so I started thinking, I was like, what am I into? I wanna see if like there's like some really niche podcasts, mm. you know, to get into. And here's something about me that's almost embarrassing to admit. I love trashy romance books. So I love they're them. fucking this is what I was saying earlier, and the, when I think of it, it's the word it's a treat. Yeah. It is just a fucking it's a delight to read. You and sometimes know, that's all that matters. It's not going to, it's probably not going to change your life no. or impact you in any major way. I totally understand. And I was like, I wonder if there's a podcast just for this. So oh, I man. was listening to some and there's a couple out there where they actually have these wonderful, talented voice actors, which some of them actually. It's like the romance, no sleep. It's basically that. And what I found is I can't handle it. I can't handle it. What do you mean? You're listening and it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. And then like the nice, there's the nicer parts of the book, but then it gets to like the The fucking, it gets to the fucking. And I was trying to get out of my car as I drove down the road. is different than reading it. It is so uncomfortable to me. And I'm not dissing these podcasts because they're actually really well done and the voice acting is incredible. But to hear someone say those words. Yeah. So plainly. I feel you really made me uncomfortable and i can't stop thinking about it i'll just be in the shower and i'll be like remember when you listened to that romance podcast (laughs) 
There's a few things. Okay, so you know, everybody knows that I'm all about the the Cushiel mm-hmm. legacy thing. I was wrong. It's six books, two trilogies, mm. and so I started the it's second. It's forty eight books, is what yeah. It is. It's a million books. <laughs> there's a because there's a there's there's some sex in those books. All mm. right, there's some serious sex in those books. But some of the terminology yeah. had to, it took me a minute to not cringe at. But like it, like when somebody's like in there, it's mm. sheathed to the hilt. <laughs> And that took me a minute to be like, ah. But it was kind of jarring, you know, at first. And I was just, what? So, yeah, I know what you mean. I totally get it. The thing that probably got to me the most was like, as a voice actor, I was just like, did they know what they were signing on for? (laughs) Are they okay? It's just very few things in life make me uncomfortable. Yeah. And it's nice to be shook. Like that yeah. every once in a while. Humbled to be like, bit. I'm still human. I can yeah. feel things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, so there's that. Good morning discussion. <laughs> what are you so talking happy. about today? <laughs> Trashy romance novels uh, right now. <laughs> no, so I'm going to talk about a moon cycle that is very near and dear to my heart. I'm going to be talking about the dark moon or the new moon. 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 Moon, moon. What are you talking about today? I Okay, so this was sent in. By a listener, and I thought it was an absolutely wonderful idea. Everybody knows that I am all about the animals. Yeah. So I am talking today about pet safety in witchcraft. Oh. You know, okay, things to yeah. watch out for to keep our little furry friends safe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that was an absolutely great point. And I learned a ton of shit I did not know. Yeah. I hope that this kind of brings awareness to it. Yeah. And as well as, you know, just kind of get you to look into it a little bit on your own. But a very important thing since we keep our animals near and dear. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to talk about it. If I, if I remember correctly, we're talking about how dogs can eat like raw chicken. Yeah. And they don't have, there's no fear of sal- yeah. salmonella for dogs, yeah. right? Because they are different than us. Yes. And I feel like sometimes people can forget that the, just because we have no problem oh, inhaling exactly. or putting something topically on yeah. us, it doesn't mean like, oh, well, I can put it on me. So they're fine. Yeah. Because well, and we humanize our pets. I- exactly. You know, we yeah. can't help but to their family. Right. And so you're just like, oh, no, they can have this. They fucking can't. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> there are many things. And I think some things that are um, going to surprise you mm. as they did me. Okay. What's coming will shock you. <laughs> um, <laughs> big if true. Big if true. So um, I'm very excited. It was I started these at 4 a.m. And it was one of those things where it was very laborious. Mm. And then after about 10 minutes and a cup of coffee, I was oh, like, yeah. I'm kind of fucking into this. Yeah. Like, this is pretty interesting. A cup of coffee actually sounds pretty good. A cup of coffee. Would you be mad if I broke for a cup of coffee? No, because I got to go get my phone because I realized I have something on okay. my phone to share. Whiskey in my coffee. It makes me mean love. Is there anything that you drink that does make you mean? I mean, I know... Like alcohol, you mean? I know there's the argument that all alcohol is alcohol. It all affects you the no, same. No, it does not. Let's and they be, can fuck off. real. Really? No. I, um... Because the, really the thing is, is I don't really have a tolerance mm-hmm. at all because I don't really drink much and I can't physically. Yeah. So, I mean, not really. Mm-hmm. I have things that don't sit well with me and yeah. I immediately want to, like, throw up. Yeah. And that's fucking vodka. Yeah, I don't like vodka. Filters. It's terrible. It's fingernail polish Ugh. remover. I can't I can't deal with it. By the way, if we did take a break. We broke for coffee and tea. <laughs> we broke for coffee. I put a little whiskey in mine because it's the weekend. Um, the freaking weekend. So that, <laughs> I'm going to have me some fun. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Mm. What, like wine. How does that? Wine is, I think, my most friendly, happy drunk, yeah. hands down, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Mm-hmm. But... 
It is also the one that can most quickly get out of control. Yeah. I also hate the wine headache. It's the worst. The wine it's the headache sugar. is awful. It's the sugar. But I will fuck with some wine. Really? Around. My best recovery, to be honest, and not mixed with anything, straight tequila. Yeah. Because I can control it. Just yeah. take like one or two shots the whole night for me. That's yeah. really all it takes. And I'm good. Now, see, I've taken shots the whole night. Yeah. And I'm okay with it. It's fine. And you don't mix it. I mean, if you have margaritas, that's different. But, like, uh, it's really just kind of, it's easy. It's different. You're not, there's not the sugar element mixed in that makes your bones hurt. Mm -hmm. This thing with wine is I wake up the next day and my joints hurt from it. And it's just like, oh, God. I always feel like wine is the only alcohol I'll wake up from the next day. And I feel like I'm covered in a layer of grime. Mm. I feel like I sweat the wine out all throughout the night. Yeah. And I'll wake up like... <laughs> You're just in a pile of I grapes. I need a shower. Like, <laughs> grapes. Before we go any further... Oh, shit, yeah. This episode and Patreon shout-out is dedicated to Melissa F. Melissa F. Thank you. I just dropped in to see what condition my Melissa was in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> nice. Did that work? <laughs> you got in the last two. Uh, nice. All right, so I'm talking about the new moon. So the new moon, uh, there is going to be a new moon uh, this Friday, which is the 30th of August 2019. So if you're listening <laughs> to it. Thanks for the year. I wouldn't have known otherwise. If you're listening to it next year, though, you might be like, that's not true. It's going to be a real letdown. <laughs> She's wrong with her facts. <laughs> so the new moon, also known as the dark moon, mm. is when Earth's shadow completely uh, covers the moon so there is no moon in the, there's obviously a moon in no the sky <laughs> but it's not an easily visible moon if you look hard enough you can still see it and i think that a completely like darked out moon blacked out moon mm-hmm. is so pretty it is neat it's a very pretty sight to see but there's no reflection of the sun's light yeah. bouncing back to earth this does kick off the first quarter of the cycle when we have the completely dark moon that is the beginning of the lunar cycle mm-hmm. And what then you have waxing, waning, full or waxing, full, waning, waxing, full, waning. Yeah. Yeah. So the first quarter is the new moon cycle. So it's not only the night of the moonless sky, but also up to three days um, after it. You can kind of work with that new moon energy. So, of course, it's not an actual new moon. Same moon. The moon's still in the sky, even though we can't see it. But ancient cultures have thought so all over the world in different times and different places. They have thought, shit, where'd it go? Is it coming back? So that spawned things like um, rituals to bring the moon back. Gotta bring the moon back. Or in some cultures where the moon was seen as a, um, the moon was seen as somebody who would chase, like the moon was chasing their victims through the sky. Cool. So they would actually kind of, want to drive it away mm-hmm. so it spawned all of these ideas about where does the moon go and um will it come back if the moon could actually be a big bright stalking creature that flew through the night and stalked victims can you I imagine would, oh my god i mean i say i would love it you wouldn't i would love to be it well yeah <laughs> um much like the other cycles <laughs> so uh much like the other cycles of the moon Days of the week and even times of the the day, the new moon is thought to hold more power and influence over certain types of spells and certain intentions and and magic works. Since it is the start of a new lunar cycle, the thing that it is most tied to is new beginnings. This is a time to examine yourself. It's a time to reflect inward, see what is no longer serving you, and release it. If you need to face something... The new moon is a good time to sit down, really work that shit out with yourself. 
plan a night where you can be alone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Don't watch TV. Don't be getting on your phone. Go sit somewhere and think about yourself. Mm-hmm. What am I going through? Have I been upset? Have I been, you know, is there ways I can improve? You can also think about starting new projects. Since this is the beginning, you not only want to cast away all the things that have been holding you back from a new beginning, but you want to sow the seeds of of something new. And that can be in business, new business ideas or money making ventures. It could be new relationships, friendships, uh, even a new life with yourself. And I want to say that it is important to, to, when we're thinking about these things that we want to release, A, there are some things that are not going to be released after one session of sitting down and talking with yourself, but it's a start. And if there are things, smaller things that can be released, you go, you know what, lately I've been real worried what Janet's been saying about me at work and it's really been getting me down. Sit down, think about why it bothers you Mm. and think about why and if you can just let that shit go. Yeah. But I think it's always very important to honor what we're letting go. The reason things take up space in our mind so heavily and so thoroughly is because they're important to us. As silly as they might sound or as much as they harm us more than they help us, it's important to sit those things and give those thoughts their due, you know, and to not dismiss them and just say, fuck, I, fuck Janet, I'm not gonna think about her anymore. Mm-hmm. It's really important to sit through and go, why does this bother me? Yeah. What we talk about a lot on this podcast is to confront yourself about mm-hmm. it. Because a lot of the times, as much as we want to blame Janet, it can be a problem with us. Mm-hmm. Why do I care what she's saying about me? Yeah. Well, because I'm super insecure. Is what she's saying about me maybe warranted? Is it maybe a little <laughs> true? You know, is she calling me an asshole? And I need to sit there and go, well, you know, I did kind of act like an asshole. I might be an asshole. <laughs> you might realize you're an asshole. Um, <laughs> But get a little confrontational with yourself and and think about how you can move forward and set that intention of, you know what, this week I've realized that it bothers me that what she's saying is because I am insecure. And this week my goal is to work on my confidence. Mm. And then you can journal that. Journaling is a big part of, um, I love to use moon cycles as journaling Mm. because they're very targeted. And a lot of the times, even people who listen to the show, they've written in and they say, y'all talk about journaling a lot. Yeah. I, I'm bad at it. Or where do I start? This is a really good place to start, especially it being a new moon. It can be the start of your journaling yeah. career. In a notebook, go get a little $1 notebook from Dollar Tree. You put some stickers on it, make it fancy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, I'm so like obsessive, I guess, yeah. in general, that I have like different notebooks for different things. I think that's normal. I have like my worry journal that I go and I like write everything that I'm freaked out about, which was a tip for my therapist, which was really great. That's a great Actually, tip. Mm-hmm. to have a separate notebook where you can sit down and she said for uh, five minutes, set a timer, write everything that you're worried about. And you can even write what would happen if it was true mm-hmm. and what, you know, this. And then when that timer goes off, stop. And in an hour, do it again. And then in an hour, do it again. And you'll get to the point where you probably you're, remember less and less you're and less. Exact, and you've also kind of worked through them. Mm-hmm. You've given them their due. You've worked through them. And it gets to the point where that hour timer goes off and you go, oh, I got to go worry again. I don't even want to fucking worry. You're like, I don't want to do that. I have, I have shit to do. And then you can extend it to a day and then a week. That's you pretty know? cool. That's a great idea. And I, I bust out my worry journal when I'm feeling it when I'm feeling like it's coming back Mm -hmm. and then I have one for future projects and then like so you can have a ton of journals you know I think people think of a journal as a diary well yeah and I think a lot of that comes from you know growing up and thinking about diaries yeah journaling you have to be so serious yeah you don't have to be super serious about journaling it's literally brain dumping yeah 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 it's taking it's it's sitting down and saying for the next 
10 minutes, I'm going to write every thought that comes into my Mm -hmm. head. And you'll find patterns. And yeah, it takes a while, but you don't even have to worry about finding those patterns because they find themselves. Oh, yeah. Uh, One thing I was working on was doing a, a sleep journal. And every day I wrote down when I would get into bed, when I actually fell asleep, then the next morning, what time I woke up. What time I got out of bed, <laughs> it like it's, you really break it down. You, you write how restful was your sleep. If you did not have a restful sleep, why do you think that was? And also to correlate it with consumption of any kind of substances mm-hmm. like caffeine or, mm-hmm. or if I had alcohol or anything like that. And what I found, I have a big problem with screen time before I go to bed, as a lot of people do. That will fuck you up sleep wise. And I've also found that uh, the nights that I would have caffeine like with lunch or later, I would wake up in the middle of the night and have panic attacks, Mm -hmm. which is something that has been happening to me for probably years. And I never correlated it with anything. And I would stop drinking caffeine, but I only do it for like a day. And waking up in the middle of the night, thinking you're dying, thinking you're actually dying is one of the scariest things. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been able to to like target that. And Mm -hmm. I know this is going off on a journaling episode. No, but I get you. It's important important to find those things. And if you do want to start journaling, I want to recommend this. Sit down with the new moon if you're lucky enough to be able to go outside and sit down and visit with the new moon. And think of something you want to start. It can be as big as a new business that you've been putting off. And it can be as small as, I do want to work on my confidence. Not that that's a small thing. But my goal is to say three nice things about myself yeah. a day. Or one nice thing a yeah. day. Look someone in the eyes today when yeah, I talk Yeah, when to I them. talk. Yeah. Or go into a gas station or a store and pretend to be that person mm-hmm. is a big part of it. Sometimes when, and, and you can't do it at like large family gatherings because that's so overwhelming, you know, to just, that's your first thing you try, mm-hmm. but little small things, you know, if like the cable person's coming over, you know, put this, be like, they don't know me. They'll never see me again. I'm going to put on an act. I'm a confidence son of a bitch. They don't know me. They don't know that I'm not this person. So right. act, you know, just very look them in the eye, stand up straight initiate a handshake, Mm. you know, or whatever. And write that goal down that you want to start. And try to every day over the course of the next two, until no, until the next full moon, sorry, because the full moon is very about reaping the rewards of what we have set. Try to sit down and write, what did you do towards that goal? You don't have to write how your day was. You don't have to write these exhaustive things that you think journaling is all about. You just have to say, this page up at the top, it says confidence, I have an end date, end date of two weeks from now, mm. date the page and write, I look somebody in the eye today. Or I clean my bathroom. If your goal is like, I want a completely clean house and my goal is to clean one half of a room every day, mm-hmm. something like that. Make a note on what your progress was and you'll get to see, you know, maybe do this over a few moons and maybe you see like Tuesdays aren't like your most productive day. And you can kind of examine that. Like, mm-hmm. why is why that? Why is that so? Uh, you know, is there something that happens Monday? Or is there something that, you know, maybe you have, um, a, like, a, you know, some, I know I've worked places before that had, like, rotating bosses that would come in. Mm. Kind of would narrow it down to a person mm-hmm. and be like, I had to work with so-and-so today. I, I didn't have a good day. I'm emotionally sapped. And then you can build those defenses and make Tuesday a more productive day. You'll learn things that you don't even fucking expect, is my point. Um, back to the moon. Um, (laughs) it's very introspective like that, sitting down and and thinking, 
I love how there are so many sentences with sitting down. You always have to do things sitting down. You gotta sit down. Sit down, kids. <laughs> sit down, kids. Laying down in your bed. and um, But to, to look yourself in the eye like that and be introspective and, and reflect inward. The new moon is is very still. And that's what it's always felt like to me. When, I, when a new moon is out, you open the door and things just feel still. It's like when, you know... Um... Like we don't have much experience with this, but you know when, uh, like on mornings before school would start, and you'd find out school was not going to be in session because it snowed. Yeah, and you open the door, and it's still yeah. dark, and it is like Oz effect. Yeah, there's no noise. It's muffled because like the snow on the ground. Yeah, and it's yeah. still, and that's always what I think of. Super yeah. cool. It's calm. Just still. and it's almost as if bugs and animals outside are affected by the new moon in some way. Yeah, maybe it's darker, so they go to sleep quicker or they're not as active or or something like that because if we think about it the new moon is like the or the full moon is the height Mm -hmm. of activity Mm -hmm. you're gonna open the door and there's gonna be deers (laughs) leaping over you and and armadillos fucking in your driveway sasquatch just strolling right by (laughs) what's up (laughs) so the new moon is its antithesis Mm -hmm. you know so you know it's very still and quiet and calm and it's a time to take advantage of that if you've never done the have a quiet cup of tea with yourself moment oh dude try it valuable (laughs) it also makes it a great time to work on the third eye great um the new moon is a wonderful time to reset balance and clear out chakras so if you have been waiting to do that meditation try it on the night of of a new moon so once you've set your intention, it doesn't matter if it's for the moon cycle of two weeks or if it's going to be for many, many, many moons of two years and it's going to take a long time to get to. You've set that intention. It's time to figure out the ways that you can work towards your goal. And the step by step, when you break things down, they don't seem so huge. Have you ever done that thing where you feel really overwhelmed and you're, you feel like you have so much to do that there's nowhere to start? Mm-hmm. I have found if you sit down and you bullet point all the things you have to do, it's not as big Mm-mm. as you thought it was. Things are larger inside of our heads. Yeah. They take up so much room. In in that vein, when you have a goal you're working towards, list out the smaller steps. I want to start a business. Well, what's the first thing? I need to write a business plan. You know, and the next uh, I need to maybe look into getting a business loan and, it, you know, break down those steps and you can start working towards things a lot easier. The dark moon can also signify the beginning of a new adventure. The start of something great. It's feeling real cheesy. I am hardcore thinking of fucking High School Musical right now. Are you? I was Mm. thinking of The Hobbit. There's the start of something new song that's in High School Musical. Yeah. Do with that what you will. What a strange time that was. Dude, it was huge. (laughs) Little little baby. Little baby Zac Efron (laughs) with his little flippy hair. Little fetus Zac Efron. (laughs) Before he was just one slab of muscle. Yeah. And little Jim Halpert hair going on. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I just thought of Insta Jim and I'm creeped out. I was out. just trying to think of his name. I was like, what was his name? And my brain immediately went to Chaz Michael Michaels. And I know that's not it. I know that's wrong. And I know what that's from. But I cannot remember his name right now. Troy. Troy, the basketball boy. Oh, Troy, Troy, the basketball boy. I don't know his last name anymore if that wasn't in the show i'm disappointed it was yeah. troy troy the basketball yeah, boy Troy, Troy okay. the basketball boy good yeah did he say it like that it was a lady who said it oh. he did not say that yeah <laughs> he did not I'm dub so himself troy, troy comma boy. troy the basketball boy <laughs> oh my goodness 
It's also a time of celebration. You've set your intention or you're about to start this new adventure. And this is a time where you can really indulge in some revelation uh, in the excitement. Be excited about what's Mm -hmm. to come, you know, and not feel too much like it's kind of like winter. You know, you're making the plan, but you don't have a lot of the work to do just yet. Yeah. So you're kind of like, oh, man, when spring comes around, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. And you just get hype all Mm -hmm. winter long. It's a little bit of the vibe that the new moon is riding. It's important to note that you can start something new simply by leaving something behind. This is a time of soul searching. And once you have identified what is not serving you, whether it be relationships or habits that you hold in your life or even just some shit you know is not great. Yeah. And you keep thinking. It's not helping you. You're like, "Ah, God, I need to stop doing this. Yeah. And you know it. You well full know it. Yep, yep, yep. That can in itself, moving forward without that thing, can be the beginning of a new chapter. Great. It's not just starting new things that's really hard, but leaving old things behind can be immensely difficult. Oh, for sure. Make plans during this time, either with your spiritual practice or your business, money-making ventures, or even socially. This is the time to sow seeds. And in a very literal sense... Various cultures have held that seeds sowed under a full moon will grow the strongest. Particularly broccoli and cabbage and things such as this. Don't know why. It's what I saw. Great. Fantastic. Mm. Here's some things you can do at the new moon. Card readings and any kind of reading type of divination. Mm. So not necessarily scrying yeah. or anything like, like that. Like runes and shit. Yes. Bean, Bean tossing. Or whatever Bean it's tossing. called. Flavor flavomancy. Uh, <laughs> card readings. Candle magic is particularly power in this powerful. It's much power at this time. Many much power. Clearing out and balancing your chakras and change your sheets. It's a good time to change your I get that. Yeah, it really, honestly. Yeah. I mean, I <laughs> pillowcases too, guys. It's really important to, yeah, especially if you have acne, wash yeah, your pillowcases. For for serious. Makes and like a bigger difference than you'd think. You'd think that's one of those things people are like, oh, you should wash your... No, it really makes it really a big is. fucking yeah. difference. And also for mental health. It's one of those strange things that it's a little form of taking care of yourself. Yeah. That makes you feel really nice that you did it. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's work, you know. You got to strip the bed, wash them, and then put them. Nothing back on. makes me more fucking mad than putting a pillowcase, a sheet, oh. a pillowcase, <laughs> shaking a little fucking sausage casing pillow into, into pillow. a pillowcase. It I makes hate me putting furious. on the fitted sheet. I hate it. If somebody's not there to help me with it, I will not do it. It doesn't bother me anymore now that I, I know it. that the tag. Goes Usually on goes on the yeah, yeah yeah like that bottom coin. And then it's like that changed things for me. I was all right with that. You're so Monica. Am remember, I? You remember she had that actual fight with Richard. She did. Yeah. Yeah. God. <laughs> the older I get, the more I realize. You're just turning. I'm turning into Monica. <laughs> in, but along with journaling, putting it somewhere like in a place that you'll know that you'll do it is paramount. Because I've bought them before, put them on the bookcase. And two years later, I'm like, look, an empty, an empty thing. <laughs> I like to set mine next to my keyboard at my computer. Okay. Because I know sense. I'm going to be yeah. there. And so when I'm waiting for things to load or waiting for the computer to come on, I will, yeah, well, it's here. I'll grab it. Let me write about my, what time did I wake up? When did I leave the house? And things like that. I have a new moon ritual. And this is from jenniferacopi.com. Link will be down in the show notes. And the first thing that you're going to want to do is set the environment. As with all rituals. Oh, yeah. Cleanse the area that you want to work in in any way that seems fit to you. For a new moon ritual, I would prefer like a black candle Mm. just to kind of be thematic. 
I've been really into cleansing with my besom a lot lately. Nice. I've never, I knew we could and I've done it before, mm-hmm. but I've really gotten into doing it. It Kicking feels very that energy nice up. to me. Uh, sometimes when I have a problem visualiza- visualizing things, it helps to grab that physical tool. Yeah. See it swishing around. Uh, and then smoke is always a favorite. Oh, yeah. As well as if you'd like to call on or to ask anyone to join you for your ritual, this is the time to do it. After you've set your space, sit comfortably and open that journal we talked about. Mm -hmm. You can uh, use scrap paper or a loose leaf paper, whatever you want, but you're going to want to write down things that you are ready to release from your life. This can be long-term and short-term. This can be certain feelings, fears, barriers, and this can be people in your life, certain habits. Uh, And then on the other side of the paper, you're going to want to write down things that you want to call into your life. So new things you'd like to start, new job opportunities, a relationship, financial abundance, things like this. The next step is to announce your desires into being. Speak them out loud physically. Uh, if you are in a place where you cannot do this, you can whisper them under your breath a little bit. Mm. You know, you can maybe you can even disguise it as like just, oh, man, I wish I had like a better desk in here. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at a desk. <laughs> so speak them out out loud and try to evoke emotion when you do this. Really say, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start this. Then you're going to meditate onto this feeling uh, and think about what that means. Envision your life. How would it be different if you did get that new job? Uh, Allow yourself to become joyful, you know, because I think that building the building of any kind of emotion directly impacts energy. Oh, for sure. It's like intention. When you start getting joyful about something that hasn't even happened yet, you're kind of manifesting it. Exactly. And, And to that point where you can feel it radiating from your body or even do that thing where you have your hands and you can feel that energy Mm -hmm. in between them what you want to do with this energy is after you've spoken it after you've imagined and gotten a little excited about these things you know that haven't happened project them in the way that you project some people like to have that ball of energy in their hands and kind of like throw it up into the sky some people do breath some people will breathe it which i think is a beautiful uh, visualization Mm -hmm. and letting it go where it needs to go it's out of your body it's out of your hands, right? Is the whole intention or is the whole idea behind casting your energy. Mm. Some people even like to go in through the ground, ground a little bit and let the earth, let the roots and the soil and everything, even if you have to do this inside and you have hardwood floors, I'm a big believer that you can ground through hardwood floors. Mm -hmm. It's still fucking wood. Let it take it from your body into the earth and it'll go where it needs to go. You know, it's it's about, there's no right way to do it. And, and I'm being elaborate here because I know that there's somebody out there who's like me, who's like, well, which way do I choose? How do I have to, what's the written recipe? I personally like radiating it out. Yeah. And then after it leaves my personal bubble, I'm like, it's out there. It's it's absorbed into the trees and things. Yeah. It's not super intense. I don't have to like throw it or do anything. I'm no, just like, I barefoot it into there. the earth. Yeah, a, really? A, yeah, I, I'll go outside and I'll pat around yeah. and I'll kind of like, we have a real sandy part, mm-hmm. out, you know, where like yeah. you right at the base of that little driveway mm-hmm. thing. And I'll just like kind of weasel my toes yeah, in and in then there. just push it in yeah. there. However it feels good to you, you know, however feels right. I, I sit in my, the only thing that I have to do myself is leave my palms turned up. I've talked about before, that's where my energy comes Mm -hmm. out of heavily is from my hands and I can feel it. And if I have them turned in on myself, I feel like I'm shooting it (laughs) into my own body. It's just like in a loop. You're just like taking it and shooting it back into yourself. (laughs) It's a circuit. (laughs) 
it's time to complete the ritual. You can do this in any way that you choose. This is a very simple one. You know, there's nothing too crazy about it. Uh, some people do prefer to work in a burning while they do this. I will probably do that. Um, and you can either use paper, you can use bay leaves, I know is a good, mm-hmm. is a big one. And you could then set that on fire and it's a written way of sending your intention out there. So if you're not good at projecting, if you're not good at visualization, you can actually write it down and let the smoke kind of carry yeah. it away. Maybe you get some good magical ink. Yeah. I almost said yas and yeah. I was not about it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then once it's done, it's important to release the energy that you have raised. Uh, this is a, a ritual that will build energy. It absolutely will. Because you can't help but to get excited about what my life is going to be like yeah. once I start this new project. Or what it will be like when I'm finally free of this person or mm. this job in my life. You can't help but raise that energy. And yeah, you shot it up out in the universe and stuff. But we're left over with a little something, something. Mm-hmm. So it's important to do something to rich, ritualistically get rid of that extra yeah. energy. Move your body around. Mm-hmm. You know, Let your body some, wobble. Let your... Crack a bottle. <laughs> Whereas when I release energy, I prefer a good long grounding sesh. Yeah. And I know some people like to ground before they do ritual. I like to do it afterwards. Mm. So uh, just a hands in the dirt. Yeah. Sitting and talking to a fucking tree for an it's hour. so great, man. That energy will work itself out. Um, So that is the new moon and the new moon energy. Mm. And I think we could all use that a little bit. Shake shit up. Start something new. Let's get fresh. Get fresh. Once again, that new moon is coming up on the 30th. That's this Friday. The 30th. The 30th. <laughs> wow. Wow. Cool, man. Cool beans. I like it. Cool beans. Cool. Cool. Bing. Bing. Beans. Bing. Cool beans. Talk to me about pet sex. This is a topic that I think is near and dear to most people. Sure. But something you might not think about, uh, how the things that we use in our practice could yeah. potentially harm our little buddies. Yeah. Um, And there are many things that we all use that I had no idea could cause some serious damage. Oh, boy. Big time damage. <laughs> Damage that slaps. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, this is gonna be so noisy with this wax. <laughs> I think it sounds cozy. Mm. It's like a fireside chat. Well, it's real tricky too because you can see the words on the other side. <laughs> so I'm really struggling. Uh, would, would it help to put something behind? Like no, because it's the other yeah, side of the, the paper. Side too, it's just yeah. I'm just, just we're gonna get there. You guys, this is literal. I don't. It's actually wax. Paper. It's on wax paper from the kitchen. Yeah. When you, because this morning when you told me wax paper, I thought it was like, is that like a cool? No, not elegant wax like paper. Wax paper. No, like, literal ooh. baking wax paper <laughs> that doesn't accept any sort of marker at all, and it can wipe say, off. How did it not just completely smear? I all had over to the just place. not touch it. This is greasy, and it paper. all has that like bubbly look, you know, when it like beads up because it's just a fucking. Nightmare. It's just trying to jump off the. Page. It is. It is. That's Here we go. Good wax paper. Uh, well. <laughs> So here's the deal. So like we all have familiars most, you know, or like a lot of us have familiars, you know, whether you do or you don't, most of us like animals in some way or another. We might have an animal in our house. Maybe it's not your familiar, but it's your pet. We love our pets. You know, they they live with you and they, they, they sometimes kind of pop in on your practice and put their (laughs) nose in your business and all that jazz. What you doing here? Hey there. And well, more often than not, uh, no issues really arise from this. Sometimes it's good to know, to kind of know what's going on. 
you know, with this, with the shit that we use and whether or not if our pet eats it, they will die. <laughs> Sometimes it's good to know. Sometimes it's solid information. <laughs> Sometimes I like to know what's going to kill my pet if it eats it. <laughs> right? So offerings, smoke cleansings, things that you're diffusing, mm. uh, anything like that, alter elements that can easily pose a risk to your pet. Uh, if they can get into it, particularly cats, because cats get into fucking everything yeah. and they know no laws of physics. Yeah. Well, see, that's the problem, because I think dogs are just as likely to get into something, because they'll walk up and be like, what's this? I'll it's just it. easier to put it out of their reach. Yeah. Like a, a fucking cat, cat? will find it. Oh, yeah. It'll find it and lick it and die. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. A, it's impossible. So... Arizona, I'm going to go over toxic elements to cats, dogs, birds, and snakes. As much as I could find, um, a lot of that I'm going to go on the point of really, if you have a bird or a snake, I tried to look up rats, but everything I could find was how to kill rats and not, you know, take care of them. Call your vet and, you know. how that SEO works You know, (laughs) yeah. And like, so, so call your vet, figure it out. Primarily, really what I'm going with here is essential oils. Mm. Because they're the most concentrated and the most risky. So that's kind of really what I'm focusing on. A lot of these surprised me a lot. So we're starting with cats here. And cats really have the biggest section here. Well, really because cats and dogs, one, are very similar Mm. in the issues that they have with the same oils. Mm. Here's some things that are not good for your cats. And again, I'm talking mainly pure essential oils. The strong stuff. You know, cinnamon. Oh. Oregano. Clove, <laughs> wintergreen, thyme, birch, ylang ylang, oh. pine, ylang, ylang, pine, tea tree oil, oh, big time, citrus, peppermint, and pennyroyal. Hmm. So we will get into why that is. There's a there's some scientific. I got some science for you today. I love the science. So let's talk about cinnamon. Let's always talk let's about- talk about your lord and savior and killer of cats, <laughs> cinnamon. So here's the thing, and here's what's interesting about cinnamon. So if you look up on the ASPCA website, it says cinnamon is non-toxic. There's kind of a reason for that. So it's the high concentrations, uh, you know, essential oil Uh. cinnamons. However... Them kind of sucking on a cinnamon stick will fuck their mouth up, you know. Okay. So I mean, you know, yeah. there's there's something to that. So don't let your cats suck on a cinnamon don't let them stick. suck on a cinnamon stick. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is is because their livers lack the enzymes to break down the components, and mm. over time, those not components compounds those compounds will just build up and build up, oh. and there's no way for them to process and clear out, mm. and it can lead to liver failure. Yeah, big problems. So along with this, they have, cats have very sensitive skin. They have thin, little sensitive baby skin. Especially them naked cats. Yeah, those hairless sphinxes. That you love so much. Testicle cats. (laughs) (laughs) Cinnamon on the skin can be very, very irritating. Well, I mean, fuck, for a person Even on a person, yeah. Shit. So compound that for a cat, and it's way, way worse. And, you know, I mean, it can leave a burn or a rash Mm. or, or something like that. Irritation from inhalation of loose cinnamon. Okay, like... If it's kind of okay. like in a cloud, you spill some yeah. or whatever. If you're fucking with it, throwing it in the wind, doing some sort I of... I immediately thought cinnamon challenge from way back when. Yeah, I did too. And I feel... And it's the same shit. A lot of... Again. Cinnamon's kind of... The cinnamon particularly was kind of common sense. Yeah. It burns. It's irritating. Yeah, it's an yeah. irritating thing. It can lead to coughing and wheezing. So this is similar to clove. Clove yeah. is also in this family. Yeah. Oregano, thyme... As they contain phenols, Mm. which is what is in cinnamon that causes this problem. That's what their livers don't have the ability to filter out. Hmm. 
And similar to, yeah, similar, similar to cinnamon, also clove and those oils can upset their skin, give them irritated skin rashes, yeah. and upset their respiratory tract. This also goes for peppermint and ylang-ylang okay. uh, as they are high in phenols. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And see, and see, some of those make sense. Yeah. You would not put peppermint directly yeah. on a cat. You know? Yeah. I, I hope not. No. Uh, just as you would probably not put it directly on yourself. But some of those oregano and alang Yeah, they're kind of mild, they're think, like right? They're out of left field. Yeah. yeah, it's that it's that compound that's in them that you wouldn't normally... And that's what I mean, like, I was surprised by. It's like, yeah. oh, shit, you wouldn't normally think about that. Mm-hmm. But it could literally kill your cat. And I do want to say here that I have seen so many articles and Pinterest posts. Remember, everything you find on Pinterest is not true. I just... Anywhere you find anything you find on anywhere isn't true, but like Pinterest is like Wikipedia. Anybody can edit it. Oh, you know, yeah, like for sure. you know, I've seen so many things on Pinterest that's like make your own pets skin oil, and it's a lot of these that you've well, mentioned. And that's the thing you got to know what you're doing. Yeah, you know, just like for instance, you can go to the pet store and find every kind of dog shampoo has tea tree oil in yeah. it because it is immensely diluted. Right. You know, and it's super. It's it's the fact that these are pure essential oils. Yeah. Things like that. Some people don't know how strong wrong essential oils exactly are. and that's the big that's or the, the difference problem. between fragrance oil and essential oil yeah you know yeah mm. another thing our our pals uh terpenes can actually be quite dangerous really yeah a, a problem with cats in particular terpineol uh found in is it kajuput how do you say that oil kajuput kajuput i don't know i'm just thinking of um <laughs> Has wares. What is it? If you have coin? Yes, if you have coin. <laughs> Cashew put. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Pine and pedigree oil. Hmm. That's from the terpineol. Also the terpene limonene, uh, which is common in citrus oils, as well as, I believe, Palo Santo yeah. and bergamot. Yeah. Pinene, of course, which is in pine. Fir <laughs> and other coniferous trees. Pinene, which is in oak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, and this is due to them containing uh, monoterpene hydrocarbons, oh. which also can lead to liver poisoning. That same oh, uh, lack of an ability for them to filter out those compounds. So what we're learning here is animals have different organs than humans. Yeah, they <laughs> are not just like us. Uh, and that came from meowlifestyle.com. That's cute. Isn't that I'm adorable? Not I love it. <laughs> even if they don't get like fully poisoned, it mm-hmm. really sometimes only takes a few licks or like minimum exposure on the skin hmm. to lead to mouth burns or rashes. Okay. Um, so, and that's the thing. And one of the things that was most important to me is I was thinking about fall is coming. Mm-hmm. Cinnamon potpourri, clove potpourri, shit everywhere, like that yeah. is everywhere. Yeah. And they really don't need to get into that because yeah. it can burn the fuck out of them yeah. even if it doesn't give them like toxicity yeah they can get fucked up a little bit well i mean it's like we were just talking about cinnamon brooms over on the facebook page mm-hmm. you know yeah. a, a cinnamon broom a cat they'll rub up on they it will shit. be attracted to that yeah. you know i mean they there are certain things that i think animals know to stay away from because they can identify mm-hmm. the smell maybe cinnamon is that way i don't know but i think a cat would see like ooh, that looks good to rub up well, and on, that's the thing know? they're just fucking curious yeah like that saying exists about cats yeah. because it's true it's true and they do not have nine lives <laughs> i put cinnamon around my thresholds of my doors yeah and around windowsills to keep away bugs and <laughs> demons um <laughs> so i'm gonna have to watch that you really will uh because it's not just cats yeah so here's some here's some signs of poisoning is mm. something to look out for if you have a pet that might have been poisoned by uh, an oil or something that you use mm. difficulty breathing a wobbling or uncoordinated gait mm. so kind of a mm-hmm. very unstable walk drooling vomiting pawing at the mouth particularly if they burn their mouth on something oh, okay, um, yeah. irritated gums mouth 
lethargy and also muscle tremors. Yeah. And that's when shit's getting real bad. Yeah, that's like nerve. Yes. Be careful when spraying furniture in their beds with homemade things. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, if you want to, like, spray your room down with fucking citrus, like homemade citrus oil, be very careful about that. Mm -hmm. You know, make sure that it's diluted a lot. And really just, if you're going to spray their bed, maybe then wash it. Maybe just, like, do that to deodorants and then wash it. But, like... You can burn them, especially their little bellies and shit like that. Oh, you yeah. You know, their little yeah. sensitive little bellies and yeah. under their arms and things. My dog is getting real bad um, allergies, mm. just I, as I think as most people in this yeah, area Yeah, everybody is really dying right now. Uh, everyone's literally dying. <laughs> literally. Right uh, she's got no hair on her little belly. Yeah. And when she flips over, she's just got, it's just, it's just red. Yeah. It's just red. So we have Benadryl. We have things for it to help her, but we've taken her to the vet a million times. <laughs> and we're like, are you sure this isn't a problem? Yeah, she's um, allergies. And she's like, you just, you know, she's like, it's because she's, my dog's the perfect height. Their little belly rubs right at grass, grass when yeah. she walks by. And you can tell it just makes her miserable. She'll sit there and just lick at it. I know. And... That's how the corgis are with their paws yeah. right now. They have really itchy paws. And it's the same thing. They're just, it's allergies it's and shit like that and yeah babies and you got to think we as people can put slap on some hydrocortisone yeah and we have the words to express i'm itchy i'm so itchy and they don't you know so look out for those behaviors and the lethargy thing is huge yeah if you and especially if you have uh if it's uncharacteristic if you have a very like for instance dinah and dova yeah if like two days or a day of like dinah being like lethargic yeah. it's like okay something's fucked here. i've i've run dova up to the like 24 hour vet place hospital mm-hmm. before on more than one occasion because i was like you're too chill right mildly now. scared that she was too chill yeah <laughs> so, gizzy however i will never be able to use that as a symptom because sometimes she's just barely sometimes breathing. she doesn't move for three days <laughs> dova you're my dova and your dinah are like Real similar. They are very, very similar. I feel like they share a father. They wouldn't that be weird? It'd be strange. I have no idea what Dova is made up of, so it's possible. Wouldn't that be some shit? A shit corgi in her. <laughs> She's got none of it. <laughs> she got- can you imagine her with little corgi legs? Oh my god, she would be so frustrated. She would be because she would be like she trying to do her little kickflip. Oh, her favorite thing to do, you guys, is when I let my dog out in the morning. She runs from our bedroom. It's the most acrobatic thing I've ever seen. She jumps up to the door that is. I'm five foot seven. She jumps up to like chest level. Yeah, and on the spin door, spin kicks and it. Spin kicks on the door, and we've tried to curb that because it's not great behavior. She can't. But also, it's one of my favorite things. It to is watch. so incredible to see, <laughs> and it's like graceful. And she just lifts. She's an acrobat. She is an acrobat. I don't know what, I don't know why she found us. <laughs> She's met, you know what? No, I know what her dad is. It's one of those pink balls that you had in kindergarten that bounce really high. The yep. super balls. That's what her father is. Great. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Watch out this season for potpourri. Um, also diffuser sticks. If you're, if you're diffusing shit and with sticks, ah. your little cat might try to like gnaw on those, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatnot. Typically herbs are a bit safer because they're the, they're not as, they're not the concentrated essence, mm. you know, mm-hmm. like cinnamon still is pretty spicy, but mm. like, I, I think, you know, if your cat maybe licks some oregano, it's not going to die. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not the concentrated shit. Yeah. I feel like I'm holding a newspaper. You look like it. Okay. You look like a dad at the breakfast table. I feel like it. (laughs) 
the the list of oils and effects is almost identical for dogs as it is to mm. cats. Very, very similar problems coming from them. Hepatic necrosis, which is mm. that liver failure mm-hmm. issue. And that also, yeah, such as with pennyroyal and really a lot of them. Mm. Uh, and it can also lead to kidney issues as well. Wintergreen. Uh, I did not know this. Winter con- Wintergreen contains methyl salicylates. Mm-hmm. It's aspirin. Oh, um, really? Yeah. And huh. are like a mild form of aspirin. And prolonged overexposure can lead to aspirin toxicity, okay. leading to vomiting caused by gastrointestinal gastrointestinal upset, ulcers, potentially liver and renal failure. Oh, my God. So keep the peppermint away from the, the wintergreen. Yeah. Wow. Um, and the cats. It's bad shit. Tea tree oil is the biggest offender in pet toxicity. Because Wait, was of, that? I'm so sorry. That was wintergreen? That was wintergreen. Okay. Tea tree oil is the big bad guy because of the misunderstanding of the concentration. Oh, like you see it's in a wash and yeah, you don't and understand you it's diluted? Yeah, and you give them fucking tea tree oil. So you're like, well, it's in my dog wash, so it's fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and, and a pure form is deadly. Mm. It can incite uh, ataxia. I think mm. that's what our ataxia, it, that's that wobbling gait, that yeah. unsteady kind of issue that they have. Paralysis of the back legs, vomiting, skin irritation, and hypothermia. It mm. can cause their core body temperature to plummet. I wanted to include the pet poison hotline. Mm. It's 24-7. If you think your pet is poisoned, you can call 1-855-764-7611. Info at petpoisonhelpline.com. There you go. Let's talk about birds, baby. I love a burb. A good old burb. Fat burb. Mm, fat burb. Don't apply oil to their feathers. They're oily enough. Yeah, don't do that. It will make their feathers feel heavy mm-hmm. or weighted, causing them a lot of stress. And yeah. they might pull their feathers out and then they might ingest the oil and their feathers don't grow back. And it's just a big, bad problem. Oh, don't yeah. do it. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Like, tea tree oil is very toxic to birds. When cleaning their cages, because it can get mm-hmm. stanky, you know. See, that's the kind of shit I would never think about. Exactly. And it's so... It just makes sense. You're like, well, yeah. I won't use harsh chemicals. I'll, I'll use, use oils. Tea tree oil. Yeah, exactly. If uh, oils are used in the cleaning process, <laughs> Sean, Connery. Sean Connery. Oh my god. Boom. Boom. <laughs> uh, in the cleaning process, make sure that they are completely removed before placing the bird back in its home. Mm. So if you used essential oils to freshen up and clean the cage, make sure that they are rinsed away, wiped mm. off, removed from the cage, so he doesn't like whatever birds do, suck on the bars <laughs> or something like. You know, sometimes they like turn their head sideways and yeah, like tongue the bars all weird, you know? Whatever birds do. <laughs> Whatever birds Suck do. Suck on the bars. <laughs> to calm the bird, if you want to calm the bird down, they, they're very high stress animals. They yeah. get a lot of anxiety. If you want to freshen the room, you can just put a few drops uh, in like a well-ventilated room, like a little lamp or diffuser, mm-hmm. like a couple of drops for like no more than an hour at a time, well ventilated. Yeah. And maybe just take the bird out of there. Yeah. You know, and do it for like an hour. And that's a good way to do it. But that way the bird's not like straight ass breathing yeah. in <laughs> shit. You know? I did see some people say, um, I didn't get a recipe for it. Look it up yourself. Don't kill your bird. <laughs> that you can use like super diluted like floral waters. Mm-hmm. And you know, like oh, really yeah. like one or two drops of something in a whole spray bottle of yeah. water. That's a little different. Don't, of course, spray the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Don't spray the bird. Don't spray the bird. Bad idea. 
I love the idea that there's someone out there listening going, oh, okay. Oh, thank goodness she said that. I was just about to spray the bird. (laughs) So let's talk about snakes. Baby. Baby. So (laughs) this surprised me and I didn't realize it. Apparently snakes and cats have very similar sensitivities. Huh. With snakes, and this is something really important and like, I've only had a snake around my neck one time. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we have a lot of people who in the coven have little snake buds oh, and they yeah. walk around with them on their hands and their necks and they just chill. If you've put any essential oil on your neck or on your skin, oh. be very careful about that. But especially if it's an ear, you know, like I have pretty tough skin yeah. when it comes to things yeah. like that. Like I can put pure tea tree oil yeah. on my skin. But if you put some on not that long ago and your snake is like on your chest mm. or around your neck and shit like that on its little sensitive belly parts, mm-hmm. it's going to be wiping that oil yeah. off and that can really fuck your snake up. First of all, I love little belly parts. Yeah, little snake belly snake. parts. Snake yeah. belly. And then also really fuck your snake <laughs> it's up. Fuck your snake up. In concentrated forms, tea tree oil will kill your snake. Citrus is also harmful, just like cats. And should not be used near them as they can't escape it. They're not like a dog to where, yeah. like, if you have a door open, a dog can be like, mm, fuck this, and yeah. leave, you know? <laughs> a snake, more often than not, they're in their little tubs, you know? <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. They're in their tub, you know? And mm-hmm. they're like, they can't leave that oil, you know, yeah. if it's diffusing in the room. So they're just stuck there. Yeah. Be careful about that. Please help. Yeah, and snakes, you know... They have a very strong sense of like, they use their tongue to smell and things like that. They're mm. very um, sense driven animals. Mm-hmm. Toxic essential oils and scents for snakes can lead to neurotoxicity and death in snakes. So it can really fuck them up. Wow. Um, again, I could not really find, because it, it's snakes for a lot of things are pest animals, mm. just like rats. I could not really find a list. Call your vet and be like, what shit can poison my pet yeah you know and and figure it out because that's the whole that's the whole moral of the story half the shit i would have never ever thought of yeah ever in a million years and, and even someone who like i'm very i i do think about can this oil hurt yeah not only myself but my dog and you know everything like that i would even kind of glass over the cleaning product kind of thing yeah and think well i'm not gonna clean this cage with 409 i'll use my homemade cleaner that i made myself yeah in the meantime, it has peppermint that, and, so does mine. and tea tree oil. Exactly. Yeah. There's just a lot of research that you need to do on the dilution. I mm-hmm. didn't really have the time to do that. I'm just here to tell you what could fuck up your pet. Yeah. Look into that. Yeah. And again, I do want to say I did a big list of shit for cats. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that that same shit is for dogs. Okay, yeah. Don't forget that. So cinnamon also is bad for dogs. Yeah. Clove is also bad for dogs. Ylang-ylang, oregano, thyme, all of those things that I said for cats will screw your dog over. So when smudging, always, always, always allow a way out for your pet. Mm. You know, like I get sometimes that we want our pets to be close to us and partake in our practice and want them to be familiar so badly. Mm -hmm. That's not always meant to be. And sometimes it can be too much for them. Their sense of smell is so sensitive. Yeah. Cats and dogs and snakes and birds. Yeah. I mean, very um, (laughs) sensual. (laughs) <laughs> animals and you know their respiratory systems things like that they're very the fbi is knocking yeah they're here <laughs> super sensitive so ensure that they can be if they need to be and they pets are smart for the most part yeah. they will take care of themselves if they need to be in a different part of the house from where you are mm-hmm. even if you're smudging your whole house make it to where like leave all the doors open you know yeah. you know the windows whatever make it so that if you're in the kitchen they can be in the living room yeah. away from you because and then when you make it to the living room they could probably switch out yeah they can just leave you i imagine correct me if i'm wrong but i imagine that things like smoke 
are a little more tolerable because they're not so concentrated. It is. Yeah. For as long most, as you're not like blowing it in their face. That's the thing. Yeah. that That's the thing. And you, you just watch for signs because some dogs do have respiratory allergies, mm-hmm. kind of like asthma and things like that. But for the most part, it's not as dangerous as the oils, which mm-hmm. are just so deeply concentrated. Yeah. You know, they're just that pure Intense. state. If they do start to cough or wheeze, or if they back into a corner away from you, but while still looking at you, mm. that usually is a sign of stress and that they're wanting you to let them out. Uh. You know, they're not right on you. They're not yeah. like taking part. They're they're still making eye contact because that's how dogs tell us things. You know, they'll yeah. just look at you with their big eyes. Yeah. When, just... when an animal is looking at you, mm-hmm. it's either A, you're making a lot of movement and they're very distracted by yeah. that. Or it's because they're trying to communicate something. Something's wrong. You yeah. know, like I always think like a good example, when a dog's out of water, yeah. they will just follow you with these big moon eyes until you're like oh fuck water i'm so sorry and you give them water and they drink it until they pass out (laughs) (laughs) and that's happened to me a lot because now jorah's full-time in the house and Mm -hmm. he drinks troughs of water a day and so gizzy will just come find me i'll be in a room and y'all hear (laughs) and she'll just like push the door open and sit down and look at me like he did it again he's i need some water yeah he's drinking a yeah, and so we have a whole ritual now, and I'm like, okay, I'm coming. Gizzy does sound like an old woman in a horror movie making her way down the hallway. She re- <laughs> yeah, she's not in a hurry, literally ever. And she is not happy if you make her be in a hurry. She moseys. She moseys. She really does. She's a mosier. She needs like a mint julep. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's really important and I think sometimes can be discouraging, do not, even if it's a lighthearted thing, don't force them into a spell. Yeah. You know, like I get sometimes that you're trying to help or you just want them to be included. Mm-hmm. Even if it's for protection, if you're picking them up when they don't want to do it, they're squirming or they're kind of showing the signs of, mm, let me go. Their stress is going to make the spell moot anyway. Right. You yeah. know, I mean, it's just don't, don't, don't. Don't force it. Yeah. Well, imagine casting a spell for or on another person, and like, depending mm, no. your, your feelings. Yeah. And they're and they're literally the entire time trying to get away from you. Yeah. Wouldn't that give it a little bit of a dark overtone? It would. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like the reverse thing. It's like, hmm. Um, that was from a blog, uh, a blog entry titled "Safety Tips from the Veterinary Witch." Oh. So here's some here's some final signs, and a lot of us, if we've had pets, uh, we know these things um you know especially with dogs for me because that's the animal i'm most familiar with i grew up with cats Mm -hmm. they're always mostly outdoor cats you know so there's a little bit of a different deal country country cats you know but if they're mousers if they're shaking like as like shaking off water or trembling Mm -hmm. like shaking panting heavily Mm -hmm. yawning excessively that's a sign of stress panting heavily is a sign Mm -hmm. of stress pacing drooling or foaming mm-hmm. uh jora is big about that when he's stressed he foams at the jo- mouth uh, dova she gets those real long dangly boys dangly, that, that they jora. never they never separate they yeah just they hang just hang there. there for a long time i have yeah. to always like get a paper towel and get them off yeah whining pawing at the door if it's a cat if they're just yowling you know licking chewing on their feet that's a sign of stress let them out. Mm-hmm. Not meant to be. Maybe revisit it at another time or work a spell remotely. So here's a little simple spell. Mm. And you can change these words depending on what you believe. And this is from a site called Familiar Territory, which I thought was a cute little cute. play on words. Sweet. <laughs> so sweet. He's so sweet. This is a super simple little uh, little ritual of protection that mm. you can do with your little, little pet boys. Oh, okay. Non-toxic spell. <laughs> This spell is farm to table, (laughs) 
organic, <laughs> non-toxic. So start preparing how you normally do, whether it's grounding, meditating, I take just a bath. throw cinnamon everywhere. What am <laughs> I going to do? Dance it, roll in cinnamon. <laughs> Sorry. You walk up and your dova just breathes. <laughs> <laughs> Plan to do this spell when your pet is calm and relaxed. So honestly, I would find Gizzy asleep in the laundry room yeah. and I would just do it with her there. <laughs> and it's the best way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's important to state that you should, don't feel like you have to pick them up and locate them. No, work around it. their just, schedule. Yeah, you go to them. Yeah. Just, they don't know what you're doing. <laughs> you're going to pick them up and they're going to be like, oh, it's playtime. Oh, God. I was sleeping. <laughs> That's Gizzy. Like, you'll go to pick her up and you'll hear, <sighs> she, and she'll she cut her eyes right. and be like, how long have we lived together and you know that this is not an okay thing? Like, it's just, she's so bad. It's like a spirit leaving a body. I know, dude. She's so bad. So they're cool and they're calm. You know, your pet is, maybe they're taking a nap. Mm. You know, maybe they don't even know what you're doing. That's fine. (laughs) You'll need some, some moon water Mm. or some consecrated water, but it's really, it's water. It's safe, but maybe, maybe some moon water, you know? This is, is, wait, are we going to find out that dogs are allergic to the moon? They're allergic to lunar vibes. (laughs) (laughs) um so once everything is ready (laughs) you can say something like the following incantation three times and Mm. you can make it shorter or longer but here's the one on the website my lord and lady protectors of everything under the moon and the earth please shield gizzy oh from all harm and hurt watching over gizzy by day and night let my pets have a free li- uh, let <laughs> let my pets have a life free from stress and strife as i will it so mote it be oh. and so you say that three times and in between each time you dip your finger like your thumb in the moon water and just kind of give them a little forehead anoint yeah, a little. yeah. They might be a little annoyed with you if it's a cat they probably are really annoyed with you i don't really know even how you do this with a cat but some maybe people have just, some chill you need cats. To be, like slightly damp. Yeah, yeah. Like do it and kind of maybe dab it on your jeans mm. and then like touch their forehead. Like, kind of put it on the back of their neck first and then like. <laughs> <laughs> Gizzy would just lay there and look at me like. Oh. She'd probably be like, "Thank you for the cool refreshment." She doesn't thank me for anything. <laughs> well, she would be like, "About time you brought me to the." <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> so you do that. You say it. I know with forehead. Say it again. Dab their little forehead. Say it the last time. Get some moon water. Pop it on their forehead. And this way, it said, you may only get one drop on, especially if you're blessing a cat. <laughs> so the spell will still be effective if it's one drop. But, you know, just kind of, that's it. That's all it is. Yeah. You just kind of write your little incantation asking the, the powers that be, whichever mm-hmm. ones that you work with, yeah. to watch over your little pal. Yeah. Make sure it doesn't eat the cinnamon that you leave on no. your doorstep. No. Um, vacuum that up when I get home. And that's the thing. I want everybody to know this isn't like a fear-mongering special. Yeah. And I do want to say, and this was something I read over and over again, if your pet is not showing signs, it is not poisoned. So do not think if you've had these things exposed yeah. that you, your pet's going to die tomorrow. I, I've personally had a lot of these things around many, many pets. Yeah. Like I, I clean my floors, like I said, with the peppermint oil. Yeah. And I've used tea tree oil, I think, to like a like like a bed, a pet bed. Yeah. And I'm not saying that makes it okay. It's... I'm it's, saying I got away clean. Well, and it can be a slow buildup. Yeah. And that's the thing. The The moral of the story. One. Stop it. Call your vet. Yeah. And figure things out. But two, if you do like to use it, just be mindful. That's yeah. really the big word. Just, just be careful. You know, like if you use these things, if you used to just like 
load up a whole capful or a fuckload of tea tree oil, which one thing I did read about tea tree oil to be careful of, and you might have said this in your segment, mm. that even if it says it's 100% pure, that does mm. not mean it's 100% pure. Yeah. That means the 10% of tea tree oil that's in that, that is, is pure yeah. and the rest is additives. It's uh, tricky. Uh, it's like when something says it's organic, it only technically has to be like 2% I, organic. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a real loose definition. Mm. Um, So just be, be mindful of these things. You know, if you used to just put pure fucking orange oil on your skin and then you let your boa slither all over you don't do that anymore you know things like that this is really to get you on your own little avenues of research um and just be mindful particularly with potpourri yeah that's a big one and i was reading a lot of pets get very sick because Mm -hmm. of potpourri things in it a lot of time there's orange oil in Mm -hmm. it cinnamon clove Mm -hmm. shit like that it's all up in there um bergamot goes in there a lot so just like if a cat goes and rolls around in some potpourri maybe it won't kill it but it will fuck up its skin yeah and it will be a bad day or its little gums will be all itchy and, yeah. and sad. So Itchy and sad. And just itchy and sad. We don't want that for our little pet friends. No. So hope that was helpful to, yeah. you, to y'all. To, to you guys. Oh, you know what you could do is every time you buy an essential oil, whether it's to replace an old one or a new one, you could just look it up mm-hmm. and then you could put like a little sticker on it. Yeah. Yeah. Not safe or like, safe, yeah. you know. And just that way, because I, I would hate for someone to get discouraged and think well i just can't use anything yeah and that's the thing it's not the fact because i use yeah orange oil i use peppermint oil i use all of those things granted i don't the biggest cats complicate things yeah (laughs) i don't have a cat so i don't my dogs just can't reach it of course i diffuse it yeah uh but super super minimally you know Mm -hmm. it's like a few drops for the whole house it's a different deal i diffuse lime oil all the time um that one kind of stout and now i know at night yeah. you know i don't really need to do that because they're yeah. breathing that air and that or, can or hurt their lungs when they're outside you know having yeah. their outside break you can pop do it, it on, and then do a little bit open a window for a minute yeah. and let the air kind of filter it out now and just little things like that make adjustments yeah make your pets all healthy <laughs> make your pets healthy <laughs> i feel like if there's ever trouble your cat will find it oh for sure we'll get into it they'll just swallow a bottle of tea tree hole mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. And um, it's time for us to swallow some whole. I think we should swallow a handful of beans. Mm-mm. This comes to us from the Geeky Siren. Oh, and it is entitled "The Best." Oh shit! Around. Oh, nothing's ever gonna keep you down. <laughs> All right. The Geeky Siren says, "I love this so much. You guys are so fun oh. to listen to." <laughs> Great. Nailed it. (laughs) Rewind. I love this so much. You guys are so fun to listen to. And I feel like I learn so much. And I'm constantly making references only understood by other listeners. That's the goal. That... And it's a surprise. It has happened. <laughs> it's very surprising, but I'm happy about the lingo. <laughs> the language. Yeah. The hobba language. Hobba. Hobba language. Uh, thank you so much for that, the geeky siren. We really appreciate Cute those name. reviews. I smell sage. I do too. Or Someone's saging. I smell Somebody's, something happening. Somebody's doing some witchcraft in this something house. Something happening here. What it is. It ain't, ain't exactly, exactly clear. clear. There's a man with a gun over there. <laughs> okay. We've got our live show coming up. Quickly approaching. Honestly, um, yeah. Very quickly approaching. It's going to be October 13th at the Pagan Pop-Up. Where is that going to be? The Armadillo Ale Works. Oh. Brewery. Brewery. In Denton. Brewery. Tejas. 
Tejas. Mm. We got I you know, you guys come on down. We're going to have a lot of listeners there. Yeah, man. Not only are we going to have our live show to sit and talk, but we're going to have a little booth there. I like how some people were like, be there with my Taco Bell. It's like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> yes. I'm not letting that die. Whenever we have our first picnic luncheon, it's going to be... I saw Kim said that you should like be there with my crunch wrap. It's like, one, yes. good choice. First of all. Two, you're right. Solid. <laughs> Macy. What? If I wanted to be spotlighted on the WBAH Witchcraft uh, American Special Hour. Whoa. Where, well, that's the new name of our show. <laughs> Great. Flows <laughs> right off the tongue. <laughs> all the ums and the ahs, you got to add those uh, in there too. Uh, 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 yeah, uh, uh, America. If I did want to advercast, advertise on the show, where could I go? How could I do this? You can pull up a chair to your computer and you can hit that power button. <laughs> <laughs> Let it start up. Sometimes it has to run updates and we all know that that takes a minute or two. So in that time, go get like a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, do some journaling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Perfect. You know, yeah. uh, sit there, let it do that little wheel thing that it does for oh, a long time. Windows yeah. or Mac. And you don't know if it's working. Sometimes or if it's you wonder not. if it's crashing forever and oh, it man. might never turn on again. <laughs> go through all of that strife. Let it turn on, you know, mm. let all your icons yeah. load. Sometimes that yeah. takes a minute. Don't start clicking too early. No, you're going to freeze it up. Yeah. You're going to fuck up the whole process. You're going to start over. Double click your browser button. And let your browser bar. Unless it's down in your bar. Oh, then you just got to click bar. it once. Then you got to click it once. Just one time. Yeah. Just one time. And if it's not anywhere, which if that's the case, you're a madman, type it in the search <laughs> bar and then it'll pull up or find it in your finder. Fucking Scorpios. <laughs> type in www or if you want to live in the modern era, HTTPS. Yeah. There you go. Colon slash slash advertisecast.com forward slash the T-H-E <laughs> which W as in Wilson oh, no. I as in Igloo G as in Gary G. <laughs> Wait. I'm not going to do that. That's too hard. Which W-I-C-C <laughs> Brilliant. Amateur hour. That is H-T-T-P-S Advertise cast forward slash the witch bitch amateur hour. Great. Spell it if you need to. Fantastic. If that's what you need. And we have all kinds of shit on there that you can look at if you want a different kind of ad. You want this kind of ad or that kind of ad. We got options. We got one ad. We got a lot of ads. (laughs) And uh, we will do the right ad for you. We have an option available for you. For you today. The way I... I... (laughs) Today. gotten grosser um, <laughs> we'll do that for an hour the way i remember to spell amateur because there's two most prominent spellings. i always spell it the porn way there's a there's a one that's a little more adult oh, amateur 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 and then there's amateur a-m-a-t-e-u-r and then the next word is hour for yeah. amateur hour so i remember it. it's your hour your hour yeah that's good i worked real hard on that <laughs> And uh, uh, after you're done looking at that advertise cast website page, great, you can uh, shimmy on over to our website, wbahpodcast.com, and you can click the link at the very top to be led to our merch and dice. What did we just release into the into the world over there? Blessed beans. Blessed beans. We do have new Blessed Beans merch. I know you've been wanting it. Rep your beans, man. Rep your beans. Wear dim beans on your body.
What's our email? <laughs> you can send us an email. One. We will get to it. <laughs> at, at no. <laughs> you can yeah. send us one. Which bitch amateur hour at gmail.com. God damn it. Nope. W-B-A-H podcast at gmail.com. We will never get this right. You can go shake Mr. Slimy Insta Jim's hand. Does he even have a hand anymore? Did that gangrene Did we, off? I think his hand has been removed. Yeah, because he was um, like tear. He's lost his hand. Oh, okay. He's handless. He's got one hand left. He's Jim the one handed. Be one of the last people to shake his hand before, before it, it rots goes. away. Over at at which bitch amateur hour we have one twitter where we one tweet you can tweet at the bitch hour the bitch hour the bitch hour the bitch hour come eat with us eat with over us. on facebook at which amateur hour because mm. there's no bitch on facebook <laughs> if you're into supporting the podcast we do have a patreon that is patreon.com wbah podcast and where can you find the cutest little googly-eyed P.O. box in Texas? You can uh, find it in one place. Mm. One place only. One, oh, exclusive. The one and only P.O. box. With googly eyes ever. 865. <laughs> Canton, Texas. 75103. Smooth. It's a smooth P.O. box. The smooth sounds of WBAH podcast. Coming yeah. at you live. The smoothest P.O. box in town. Mm. Mm. Our guys, we'll catch you on the next one. Our spooky sode number six is coming up pretty soon. And we've got a little mini little mini to do for you there. Uh, it's not, we got a big boy coming. After that, yeah, we got a big Bertha. We got a big Bertha of a spooky sode for our number seven. So the number six is, is Lucky going number to be seven. Very interesting. I'm very excited because we're doing the little mini thing. The little... I, I think it'll be really good. I'm excited to see how that goes. We're, we're going to do something every single spooky sode. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, with Charlie and me living further away from each other, the scheduling to go somewhere away, yeah. like far away, like booking a place every mm. single spooky sode, we're going to try, yeah. but sometimes we can't pull it off, but we will always do Something, something. Fun. We've got something planned and we will be going to a location. Oh, yeah. Uh, and also that part of the reason that we decided to not do a full-blown go stay overnight, go something kind of thing uh, is because the next one had to be booked very quick. Yeah, we actually had to book it the for the day yeah. that this next spooky sode comes out. Yeah, so when you're hearing the next spooky sode, which is September 18th, we're getting our balls scared we off. We might be dying. Yeah, we might actually <laughs> not come back ourselves. Let's remember to mention that in the next spooky sode so that when everyone hears it, they can like, do a little uh send us some lights, <laughs> give us some some spell magic there. Um all right, boys, we'll catch you on the next one. You know, Timmy, when you look up at the moon, the reason it looks like that is because we Wisconsin's made it out of cheese. cheese. And then it zooms out and they're wearing like a Borden dairy <laughs> logo.